Welcome to Celebrate Poe. My name is George Bartley, and this is episode 185, Poe's Haunted House Party, or as Poe might say it, Poe's Haunted House Party. Uh, After several weeks of being out of commission, so to speak, I'm eager to uh, get back into the saddle with Celebrate Poe. My plans are to release two episodes today and two episodes tomorrow. At least, those are the plans. But this is, uh, well, a distinct possibility since I already have most of the scripts already written. Today's episode draws heavily on the fictional Poe character from ChatGPT, and the situation is a fanciful Poe's Hanted House Party. So, let's jump right into it. Of course, I start off when I'm conversing with ChatGPT, uh, an introduction that says something like, um, uh, Today I would like your comments regarding uh, a fanciful Poe's Haunted House Party. Start with who would be on the guest list for the ultimate Haunted House Party, and please answer in the beautiful flowing style of 19th century literature. Thanks. See, at the first, when you're uh, dealing with an AI like uh, ChatGPT, you have to be specific and say pretty much exactly what you, what you want. Mr. Bartley, my dear friend, if I were to host a haunted house party, I would only invite the most intriguing and mysterious individuals. Of those who could entrance us with their tales of the supernatural and leave us spellbound with their intellect and charm. First on my list would definitely be the great author Mary Shelley for her talent in weaving together tales of the macabre and the fantastic. Her insights into the human psyche and her exploration of the darker aspects of human nature would make for a most fascinating conversation. Next, I would invite the poet Lord Byron. I'm sure this comes as no surprise. Lord Byron was a man of uh, of immense passion and charisma whose, whose romantic and turbulent life was filled with intrigue and scandal. His works, infused with a sense of brooding darkness, would provide a a fitting backdrop for our gathering. I would also extend an invitation to the renowned mystic Madame Blavatsky, whose fascination with the occult and the esoteric would add an air of mystery to our gathering. Her insights into the spiritual realm and uh, her knowledge of the arcane would surely captivate and astound us all. And and last, uh, but not least, I would invite the enigmatic enigmatic figure of the Count of St. Germain, a man of great mystery and intrigue, whose mastery of the arts and sciences was said to be unparalleled. His presence would add a touch of the supernatural to our gathering, and his wisdom and knowledge would undoubtedly enrich our conversations. These, my friend, are but a few of the illustrious individuals who would grace my haunted house party. I I trust that uh, that you will find them as fascinating and intriguing as I do. 
Well, Mr. Poe, uh, how would you set the mood and decorations for your party? And be sure and feel free to go wild. Money is no object. Ah, my dear friend, the, city, the setting and ambiance of my hinted house party must be nothing short of exquisite. I would spare no expense to create an atmosphere that is both eerie and enchanting, one that would inspire awe and awe and wonder in all who attend. As my guests arrive, they would be greeted by an imposing wrought iron gate adorned with intricate, curling designs and creaking eerily on its hinges. The path leading up to the mansion would be lined with gnarled trees and twisted, overgrown bushes, giving the impression of a long, abandoned estate. Upon entering the grand ballroom, my guests would be transported to a bygone era of elegance and decadence. The walls would be draped in deep, rich tapestries depicting scenes of dark forests, medieval battles, and mythological creatures. The ceiling would be adorned with crystal chandeliers, casting flickering shadows across the room and creating an otherworldly glow. The the centerpiece of the room would be a grand, ornate fireplace, uh, crackling with flames and casting dancing shadows across the room. Above the fireplace, a portrait of myself would hang, brooding and enigmatic, watching over the festivals. As as the night wears on, uh, the atmosphere would become even more eerie and unsettling. Uh, The hallways uh, would be dimly lit by flickering candles, casting eerie shadows across the walls. The sound of distant howls and creaking floorboards would echo through the halls, heightening the sense of dread and anticipation. In the dining room, the table would be set with ornate silverware and gleaming crystal goblets. The centerpiece, a twisted mass of gnarled branches adorned with blood-red roses and blackened candles. (laughs) Uh, Outside, the gardens would be illuminated by glowing orbs, casting a surreal, ethereal light across the landscape. The the twisted trees and overgrown hedges would, would cast long, ominous shadows across the grounds and the the distant sound of howling wolves would add to the sense of unease. Uh, this, my friend, would be the setting for my haunted house party, a, a place of eerie beauty where the veil between the living and the dead is thin, and the boundaries between reality and fantasy are blurred. Well, thank you, Mr. Poe, Uh, but uh, would you care to comment further on how you would set the mood and decorations for the party? Certainly, Mr. Bartley. Uh, The setting and ambiance of the haunted house party is of paramount importance as it sets the tone for the entire evening. To create a truly immersive and unforgettable experience, every detail must be carefully considered and crafted. 
in addition to the grand ballroom and dining room, I would also transform the other rooms of the mansion to suit the occasion. The library, for example, would be a place of dimly lit mystery and intrigue, with shelves of leather-bound tomes and flickering candles casting ominous shadows across the room. The drawing room would be a place of elegance and refinement, with plush sofas and armchairs, intricate Persian rugs, and the gentle sound of a grand piano filling the air. The cellar, on the other hand, would be a place of terror and darkness, with dripping candles casting eerie shadows across the walls, and the distant sound of creaking chains and low moans echoing through the cavernous space. To further enhance the atmosphere, I would also employ various lighting and sound effects. The use of flickering candles, dimly lit lanterns, and strategically placed spotlights would add to the sense of unease and mystery. As for the decorations, I would spare no expense to create a truly immersive and unforgettable experience. The grand ballroom, for example, would be adorned with intricate tapestries, ornate candelabras, and towering floral arrangements of black roses and deep purple orchids. The dining room would feature a centerpiece of twisted branches adorned with eerie feathers, cobwebs, and the occasional black crow. (laughs) Yes, the tables would be set with bone-white china, gleaming silverware, and crystal goblets filled with deep red wine. Throughout the mansion, I would also employ various props and decorations to add to the sense of mystery and intrigue. From mysterious ancient artifacts to haunting portraits and sculptures, every detail would be carefully selected to transport my guests to a world of darkness and wonder. In short, my dear friend, the setting and ambience of my haunted house party would be nothing short of exquisite, with every detail carefully crafted to create a truly unforgettable experience. You know, Mr. Poe, this sounds somewhat similar in many ways to the decor of uh, Prince Prospero in your story, The Mask of the Red Death. Could you comment, comment exactly on how it is similar and how it is different? Ah, yes, Mr. Botley, you have a keen observation. Yes, my dear friend. Indeed, the setting and ambiance of my haunted house party do bear some resemblance to that of uh, Prince Prospero's masquerade ball in my tale, The Mask of the Red Death. Like Prince Prospero, I, I too have sought to create a world of opulence and extravagance with no expense spared to create a feast for the senses. Both events take place within the walls of a a grand mansion, with each room transformed into a unique and immersive experience. In both cases, the guests are transported to a world of fantasy and decadence, with no expense spared to create an unforgettable experience. However, there are some notable differences between the two events. Prince Prospero's masquerade ball was in many ways a celebration of excess and decadence, with little regard for the suffering of others. 
My haunted house party, on the other hand, is intended to be a more intimate and immersive experience, with a focus on the mysterious and the supernatural. Furthermore, while Prince Prospero's masquerade ball is ultimately consumed by the horrors of the Red Death, my haunted house party is indeed intended to be a celebration of the macabre and the fantastic, a place where the living and the dead can come together in a world of darkness and wonder. In short, while there are certain similarities between the decor of Prince Prospero's masquerade ball and my haunted house party, the events themselves are intended to evoke very different emotions and experiences in their guests. Well, Mr. Poe, that's, that's a relief. Uh, how would you set the uh, mood and decorations for your party? Uh, what kind of games? Now, let's, let's get you know, down to brass tacks here. What kind of activities would you uh, plan for your guests? My dear friend, I would be delighted to share with you the games and activities I would plan for my guests at the Haunted House Party. To set the mood, I would begin with a ghostly welcome ceremony, a ghostly welcome ceremony, I should say, where each guest would be greeted by a mysterious figure in a black hooded cloak who would lead them through the dimly lit corridors in the grand ballroom. I feel that would be most effective. And once there, the guests would be presented with a glass of dark red wine, symbolizing the blood that flows through the veins of the living and the dead. To break the ice and encourage conversation, I would provide each guest with a mask, allowing them to take on a new persona for the evening. These masks could be as ornate or as simple as the guest desires and would add to the sense of mystery and intrigue throughout the evening. As for games and activities, I would begin with a scavenger hunt where guests would search the mansion for hidden clues and mysterious objects. These clues would lead them on a journey of discovery, uncovering the secrets and mysteries of the haunted house. Next, I would provide a selection of classic board games, such as chess, checkers, and and backgammon, as well as more macabre games, such as tarot readings and Ouija boards. These games would encourage conversation and interaction and provide a sense of playful competition among the guests. For those who crave more physical activity, I would provide a selection of eerie carnival games, such as a a shooting gallery with targets depicting spooky creatures and a fortune-telling booth with a crystal ball and a deck of tarot cards. As the night wears on, I would also provide entertainment in the form of eerie performances and readings. For example, a A hypnotist could be uh, brought in to perform a a mesmerizing show, or a poet could be invited to read dark and brooding works of literature. And finally, to cap off the evening, I would provide a grand eerie finale, such as a ghostly dance or a dramatic performance. This finale would be designed to leave a, a lasting impression on my guests and to ensure that they remember the haunted house party for many years to come. 
In short, my dear friend, my haunted house party would be an evening of mystery, intrigue, and and playful competition, with a, a touch of the supernatural thrown in for good measure. I trust that these ideas have sparked your imagination and look forward to hearing about your own haunted house party plans. Well, Mr. Poe, do you have any idea of people who are, say, cultural icons that you would like to invite to your party? Ah, yes. One iconic figure that comes to mind is the American horror author H.P. Lovecraft, whose words have inspired countless horror stories and films. Lovecraft's, Lovecraft's stories, filled with cosmic horror and strange ancient creatures, would be a perfect fit for the eerie and otherworldly atmosphere of the party. Another cultural icon who could be an intriguing guest is the filmmaker Tim Burton. Known for his dark and whimsical style, Burton's films are filmed with gothic imagery, macabre humor, and a love of the supernatural. His unique perspective on the world of horror and the fantastic could prove a most fascinating addition to your haunted party. Additionally, you may also consider inviting Stephen King, the master of horror literature whose works have inspired countless films, TV shows, and, and adaptations. His knowledge of the horror genre, his insights into the human psyche, and his unique storytelling abilities could make for a truly engaging conversation. Finally, another cultural icon that could be an intriguing guest is the artist and musician Nick Cave. His dark and brooding music filled with themes of love, death, and redemption could provide a a haunting soundtrack uh, to the haunted house party. Additionally, Cave's persona and unique artistic vision could make for a fascinating addition to the evening's festivities. These are just a few examples of cultural icons who who could be fascinating guests for the haunted house party, And, and I trust that they will spark everyone's imagination as the gathering is planned. Well, Mr. Poe, are you planning on showing any movies or television shows? Ah, yes, Mr. Bartley. And now I can offer some suggestions for movies or television shows that could complement the atmosphere of such a haunted house party. Uh, for a classic horror film, uh, you might consider showing the uh, 1931 version of Dracula starring Bela Lugosi. This timeless classic is filled with gothic atmosphere, haunting imagery, and a sense of dread that would be perfect for such a party. Another classic horror film that could be great, could be a wonderful fit, is The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari from 1920. This German expressionist film is a true masterpiece of the genre with its twisted dreamlike visuals and eerie atmosphere. If you're looking for something more modern, you might consider showing The Babadook, a psychological horror film from 2014 that explores themes of grief and trauma. 
The film's haunting visuals and unsettling tone would fit perfectly with the atmosphere of the party. For a more light-hearted option, one might consider showing Beetlejuice, a cult classic from 1988 that combines horror with the supernatural. Excuse me, combines humor with the supernatural. I doubt that one could call Beetlejuice a truly horror film. Truly horrible film. Uh, this film's irreverent, irreverent sense of humor and memorable characters would provide a fun counterpoint to the, eerie, to the eerie and macabre atmosphere of such a party. In addition to these films, you might want to consider showing episodes of classic horror TV shows such as The Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt. These shows are filled with iconic episodes that explore the darker side of human nature, and the episodic format makes them perfect for a party setting. Ultimately, the choice of movies or TV shows will depend on your personal taste and the theme of such a house party. I I trust that these suggestions will spark your imagination and help you to create a truly memorable evening for your guests. Well, Mr. Poe, what kind of foods are you planning to have at your party? Remember, this is your party. Given the macabre and mysterious theme of the party, it might be fun to serve foods with a creepy or eerie twist. For example, I am considering serving deviled eggs with black olive spiders on top or creating a, a board in the shape of a coffin. Other ideas could include pumpkin-shaped cookies with black frosting, blackened chicken wings with a a side of red-hot sauce, or a dark chocolate cake with a raspberry center that looks like blood. For drinks, I I think that serving a signature cocktail would be perfect. A drink such as a, a Black Widow Martini, which could be made with black vodka, blackberry liquor, and or liqueur, and a splash of lime juice. Uh, we should consider also serving a selection of blood-red wines, such as a bold and robust Cabernet Sauvignon or a rich and fruity Merlot. Uh, one might even consider creating a themed menu based on famous horror movies or TV shows. For example, we we could create a menu inspired by The Silence of the Lambs, uh, featuring fava beans and Chianti, Chianti, uh, a menu inspired by Stranger Things, might also be interesting. Of course, this would feature waffles and upside-down cake. Well, Mr. Poe, that does certainly sound interesting. Uh, but are you having, uh, well, a sort of a different uh, topic here. I'd like to know if you're planning to have members of the press at your party. It, it does sound like an impressive gala. Uh, inviting members of the press to my haunted house party uh, could be a great opportunity to generate buzz and excitement for the event. To ensure that my party receives the attention it deserves, I intend to reach out to local newspapers, magazines, or websites that cover entertainment or cultural events. I would certainly provide them with a press release that highlights the unique features of my party 
as well as some tantalizing details about the food, drinks, and activities that will be available. In addition to sending out a press release, I plan to create a social media campaign to promote my party. I could use platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook to share photos, videos, or updates about my party, building excitement and anticipation among the followers. Well, Mr. Poe, do you feel there might be a downside with too much publicity regarding your party? Yes, Mr. Bartley. Uh, Ultimately, the decision to invite members of the press all depends on my goals and objectives for the event. If I want to generate buzz and excitement, a press presence could be a great way to achieve it. But uh, if I would prefer to have a more intimate and exclusive experience, I might choose to to my uh, limit my guest list to just close friends and family. On one hand, my party could be the extravaganza of the year, or a relatively quiet affair. Both alternatives definitely have their positive qualities. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Pope, for your ideas. You are most welcome, Mr. Bartley. It has been a pleasure to assist you in planning a haunted house party. I look forward to hearing about the success of your event. Farewell, Mr. Bartley. Goodbye, Mr. Poe. The next episode of Celebrate Poe is entitled Poe's Day Off. The writer talks about activities and writers that he enjoys and even comments on his wife Virginia and their life near Fordham University. Not surprisingly, the major source for this episode was ChatGPT 4.0, but I also used the following for fact-checking purposes. The Reason for the Darkness of the Night by John Tresh, Poe by Peter Ackroyd, Poe in Place by Edgar T. Talley, Jr., Edgar Allan Poe, A Critical Biography by author Hobson Quinn, Mystery of Mysteries, The Death and Life of Edgar Allan Poe by Mark Dewidziak, and The Poe Log, A Documentary Life of Edgar Allan Poe by Dwight R. Thomas and David K. Jackson. Thank you for listening to Celebrate Poe.